Hello and welcome to the Abundantly More podcast. I'm Nathan. <laughs> and I'm Emily. I do 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 We're trying out a new intro song. Did you like it? It was good. It was pretty short. Was it based off of something? Uh, no. Maybe it's, I heard it once. It's good. I just made it up right now. Okay, do it. I mean, we did it. That was it. I'm Emily. I think it needs more. Should we, can we start over? Yeah. We can be prepared. No, no, we're not going to re-record. We're just starting over right now. Okay, ready? Ready, go. Hello, and welcome to the Abundantly More podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Emily. And I was going to do an intro song there, but... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Are we moving I, forward? We're moving forward. All right, let's, let's do it. Ready? Intro song. Okay, okay. I do 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 Were you in choir? Uh, one year. I can tell. It didn't pay off. I can tell. Um, what did you want? Did you want to be like me to be like a choral professor, or or me? No, just no, 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 no. My grandpa didn't finish high school, and so he said that. What did you? And he didn't finish. The only class left was a government class, and he's like, "What did you want? The president of the United States or me?" Okay. <laughs> and I don't know how like that one government class would have made him be the president, but he's a pretty smart guy, so maybe. Okay. That's my tie-in for That's the day. That's your tie-in. Wow. Um, so what is this? <laughs> if you don't know, this podcast is a weekly conversation about parenting systems, rhythms, marriage, and honestly, anything else we feel like talking about. Grandpa and government class. Hey, I didn't like government class either. Me neither. Yeah. Okay, so, yes. And today we're going to talk about identity. Um, which can be a deeper topic, um, but a really good topic, and we're going to make it fun. Right, because we're fun. Yeah. Yeah. You are. I am. <laughs> I'm the fun bringer. <laughs> What's so funny? You don't even say I'm fun, you just like... I mean, you are fun. I was like building you up, and then you fun. just... We take turns being fun. We take turns... When I'm fun, I'm bringing you to the fun, you know, when you're meh, and then <laughs> when I'm meh... Oh, okay. you, you're the fun and you drag me along. It's All a good, right. it works. We're a team. We're a team. But we're I bring band. the fun. Yeah. All right. Okay. But we're talking about identity first. How was your week? Oh, I'm first. You're first. Um, so honestly, this week was a bit rough for me. Guys, December is coming and we will have great weeks. Um, but I think it, it ended on a positive note. So I just okay. want to say like, it had like a bit of a rough start. <sighs> so I think for me, I was feeling a lot of pressure. Not from you, just self-imposed pressure. I okay. just want to be clear on that. Yes. Um, and that was regarding the fact that you opened up the freezer last week and there was no more venison. Which... And that may seem silly, but like we our family buy doesn't buy any beef because Nathan hunts. And so we eat venison and then other, you know, chicken and other, what is it called? Other... Other meat? Other types of meat? We really only eat chicken. But lots of venison. venison. So it's a big deal for us because... That's half of our That's meat. something that we don't buy every week, and it's it's important to us. And so we I had have... already gone hunting three times and gotten nothing. Yes. And so... And I mentioned that last week, and so I was feeling a little down from it, and then that kind of compounded and with, with just, like, lots of other feelings of inadequacy feelings. and you know feelings feelings, make, are tired. feelings make me tired <laughs> you know that and so um i was having a rough week because of that um and so the turning point was on friday when i went hunting again with my wow, buddy chris this week has been crazy and um i in some ways was dreading it because i was feeling like oh man like i, I had hope at the beginning and then i went out and um, Chris did amazing. He shot two deer in the first two hours, and I was like, thank you, Jesus, like, like awesome. Somebody he, got deer. Somebody got something. Yeah. Um, and then I saw nothing uh, at all. It's the worst. I saw one little deer 300 yards away. Which and, is too far. And I'm a good shot, but I've never shot that far. But, like, what is the distance that the deer need to be at, and how do you even actually know how far they are? Because I don't measure things in yards in my brain. Oh, yeah. So um, I was squinting my eyes through the binoculars, so it felt like it was really far away. So, so but, like, what's the good distance? Oh, 100 or less is, is 100 good. 100 yards. How do you know how far 100 yards it's is? It's a football field. Okay. Have you eh. ever sat on the other end of a football field? I know, but, like, I'm just not a, that. That would be difficult for me. It, I guess you're, if, they, you're if they look like a good size, like if they look. Oh, I wasn't even going for size. I was just no, trying no, no, to no. See I just I mean, could... like, does it? If it feels like they're close, yeah, enough, you shoot them. Then you shoot them, yeah. 
Okay. And then you, like, as you get further, the bullet drops, so you have to, like, shoot a little oh higher. And, like, there's There's, there's a lot of think- math. Oh, it's man. Hard. We were listening to um, Avengers and Odyssey in the car tonight, and this kid said that he was looking at his dad's um, math book or something. Oh, and, yeah. And he said that um, the math was so hard he went blind for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's calculus. Yeah, it's the calculus. Yeah, yeah and I that's just thought, hilarious I that because Nathan is really good at calculus and I'm not, and that's just hilarious. Yeah. I, I probably would have, yeah, blind is great. Blind for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so. Circle back. So lots so then, of pressure. Chris got some deer. You and saw then, nothing. And we went to lunch and we, like, we came back out and there were hours and I still didn't see anything. And then I see six deer, and I'm like, this is my time, my heart's beating. You know, you don't know what that's like. But I like, know. It's not like, related to killing animals, but I have a yeah, heartbeat. Yeah, like, you can hear the yeah. beat in your ears. It's, like, so loud. Oh, like, yeah, thumping. Like, and, like, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is it. <gasps> and then um, the deer were downwind of me, which means that my scent was blowing onto them, and the two doe that would have been perfect, like, made me in a heartbeat. And they're like, we see you, see ya, buddy. and we're out of here. And um, I was, like, praying and being like, God, like, I screwed up. I should have closed the windows and prevented the scent and all those things. And, um, yeah, there were lots of prayers. And then I look out the other window an hour later, and, and three deer show up. And so um, I shoot one, and then a few minutes later, half hour later, I shoot another one. And so... We're like, we, thank you, Lord. Yep. So we've got meat heading to our freezer, and like that's like a huge pressure off me. And there's still probably, I'd like to take like probably two more dough because we go through, we go through three a good amount of venison, a lot of venison in a year. It's like three to four pounds a week, which for those really of you, that seems too high. No, maybe two. Two to three pounds. Okay. Uh huh. So I want to have more. So three pounds a week when there's uh-huh. fifty-two weeks in a year, that comes out to a hundred and fifty. Math. Fifty-six. So we need another deer. Yeah. We need it in the view. Those of you who are math friends like me, 52 times 3 is 156. So. Thank you. Nikki Watson. She's a math friend. She's a math lady. Math lady tonight. And Seth. Okay, there's a lot of math people. Yeah. I'm just here for the ride. Math is, math is king. Okay, so your week was rough. And then it, and you I went hunting. Had, well, you you totally skipped Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, I was feeling, I think, down at Thanksgiving. Because you were kind of off. Yeah, because of, like, those pressure feelings and, like, kind of dreading that next day of, like, I was just almost convinced it wasn't going to go well again. Yeah. It's just a hard feeling. How was Thanksgiving? But feeling, uh, Thanksgiving was good beyond those feelings. Feelings make me tired. Oh, my goodness. You, we, you, if you would have said that to me, that would have helped because I just was like, what's up, man? Well, I, um, also, You've feelings a... take me a long time to process. Yeah, feelings are and so slow. I think as I was... Because it's two um, days later now. Wrestling through my this. wrestling through my feelings in the blind with God, I was coming to the realization like of all these things. So enough about wow. me though. So I'm I'm good though. So now you feel great. It's yeah, Saturday. Great. And then then we had a good um, Ferris family Christmas today. Yep. So that was that was good. I thought it was like a. It's been a busy week, but um, not in like a hey, how was your week? It was busy. Like a no, like there was a lot of things that happened. A lot of things. Um, and we kind of listed a few, and but I feel really good about the way that the week ended. Is ending, is ending. It's ending. Yeah. Okay. So, how was your week? I don't know. I looked at Nathan right before we started, and I was like, "What happened this week?" <laughs> He's like, "My, I know what happened, but I got sick. sometimes. It, oh yeah, sometimes it just feels like suddenly I was awake and I'm here." Right? Okay, so my week, <laughs> he just looks at me. That's my not how w- it feels to me. I'm looking <laughs> at you because I'm just like, I've never felt that. I know, we're different. Okay, the week was great. We we kicked off the week with Cora's birthday. She turned 10, which I can't believe we have a 10-year-old. A friend sent me a message and was like, you have been a mom for 10 years. And I guess I didn't really think about that, but wow. It, it, it's 10 years is a long time. And so when you said that, I've been a mom for 10 years, I said, you've been a mom for 10 plus 8 plus well, 6 plus 4 plus 4 plus stop. 2. Stop. We cannot... So math friends out there, text text me with what the result of that math <laughs> is, and that's how many years mom's been a mom, or Emily's been a mom for. Because I think that each child you've been a mom for, We're just you should adding really it add together. those years together. The, uh, it's not like, it's not easy raising one, oh, and this man. is six. It's, it We're needs to be... Com- it's compound interest. Kind 
This is more addition. This is not than a math class. Anyways, I want that answer from you guys. I know what it is, but you you tell me. Okay, what it okay. So Monday was great. What did we do? Hold on. We had oh, it was Thanksgiving. So we did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. School. School. And, and celebrating World and Cup. and what? World Cup. Oh yeah, we've been watching the World Cup, which I don't know why we're into it. I don't know. Because we played soccer, and our kids are playing soccer, yeah. and so everybody it feels, understands yeah, it. I, yeah, everyone knows what's going on instead of, like, I don't get this game. So we paid for to do, like, a one-month subscription so we could watch it, and then we have, like, an antenna that we're snaking through our house. Okay, so I can explain how this works. Because for those of you who want to watch details. the World Cup, no. you, can, you can sign up for one month with Sling for 20 bucks, and that gets you Fox Sports. But it doesn't get you Fox the channel. So you have to watch like Fox, local Fox to watch Fox over the air. So just buy an antenna for pretty cheap from the store. So for like I would say forty bucks, you could watch all the games, and that might seem steep. But if you think about it, one movie ticket for a person is ten bucks at least. Um, and so really, it's not a big investment. And if you like watching people across the world playing the sport that ninety-five percent of the world it's plays, crazy. Um, it's pretty amazing. Yes, I know some people are a little upset about Qatar and all those things. Boycotting it isn't probably going to change anything about what's happening right now. So get in there and watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your PSA. So we've been watching the World Cup. Then we did Thanksgiving, which was good. We went to my parents' house, and Nathan's mom came too, which was really fun. And I think the cool thing we did this year that we've never done before Usually we have, like, some people sit at the dining room table, some people sit at the counter, some people sit at, like, extra folding tables around the living room. And this year, I don't know if it was my mom's or Lauren's or both of their idea, they cleared all the furniture out of the living room and set up the tables, like, in a big U, and then people sat on each side of the table so we could all sit together. And it was super cool to just, like, be together and... I don't know. Did you mm. think that was cool? It was cool. It was a U for unity. A U for unity. Okay. <laughs> Thanksgiving was great. Um, and then Friday happened. Nathan went hunting. And I was with all the kids. I try to have a great attitude when Nathan goes hunting because it's something that he's doing to like serve and provide for our family. But sometimes it's hard because I know I'm going to be solo all day. And especially, like, the day after a holiday, I just kind of want to do nothing. And when you're solo, it's tricky business. And Dorothy, she still didn't feel good. Yeah, Dorothy and I got sick this week. Yeah, you guys have had colds this week. And so she was, like, on Thanksgiving, the poor girl, she was so done. Like, and she didn't take a long nap. And she just wanted to be held, and at one point she puts, like, a coat on the ground and lays on top of it, like, face down. In the fuzzy part. And on the fuzzy part, and, like, is like, I'm out, Mom. It's time it to go. It was super cute. It was super cute. I should I did get a picture. Emily sent me one. I am continued to be convinced, though, that she's a clone of you, because when she lays down, she shoves her hands underneath her. It's and so lays cute. And her tummy, and I'm like, that's exactly how you used to sleep. I used to sleep that way, yes. It's really cute. Um, so Friday when I was just tired and fighting the don't have a bad attitude moment and just like 90% of being a parent of young kids, of young kids is solving problems and helping them solve problems and dealing with conflict and all that stuff. And there was a lot of that on Friday. So, but it's over. It is. And I I came back. And Nathan came back. (laughs) Praise (laughs) the Lord. (laughs) Um... And then today, which is Saturday, we did every... This is just Nathan's, like, his grandma's tradition. We do Christmas the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So we went to Grand Rapids, and we hung out, did food, opened presents, played fun games. It was very fun. We watched a little bit of the Chosen Christmas special, which we hadn't seen. Which we've never seen. We need to watch that. I didn't feel entirely safe to, like, cry. You were totally crying. Even though I was totally crying, and I'm just, like, doing, like, the, like, the eye wipe (laughs) to, like, but, like, doing, like, you have to spread the eye wipes out so that people don't know that you're actually, like, wiping your eyes. But I was just, I don't think anyone was looking at you. I'm glad, because I wanted to bawl because it was was so good. It was so good. The moment where, um, Joseph, like, leans his head on Mary and says, like, 
I love you, I was like, oh my goodness. I could see me wanting to have more kids just because of I that felt moment. that moment. I was you like, can it be like this all, all the, the time, time, Nathan? Why isn't it like this all the time? <laughs> well, because there's like other moments, um, like all the other raising moments, not just the I love you, oh, you're amazing, so, and like, a rock star. It was so romantic for yeah. that second. I was like, was super I cute. can't believe you thought that too. I <sighs> thought that. I was like, oh, I just need Nathan to say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it too. Oh, so. Nathan, thank you for being a feeler sometimes. Uh, just, you know, I can pull them out. It's a jolt and of And now feeling. I'm like so tired from all those feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that was good. So the week was good. Ups and downs all around. It was good. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that it was good. Yeah. So that, see, you were, you were practicing wow. that. I had something to say. Yeah, you did. So good. Just got to pull it Just out gotta of like, It's like dissect my it's brain. Like pulling you up a rock. Like okay. Wall. Okay, now we're doing how was your week, and you can't forget your... We did How Was Your Week. Oh, no, we did How Was Your Week. Sorry. Top five. That's what we need. No, we're doing big feelings. Oh, my goodness. Big feelings. Man, I, I was listening to that song this week. He does a really good job with that oh song. Oh, my goodness. Let's and, move I, and he describes, like, like how I feel about feelings. <laughs> how many weeks? <laughs> it's Peabod, in case you're curious what I'm talking about. about. Um, I just, I need you to, like, maybe just, just humor me, because I can't be the only person listening to him. Somebody um, just listen to Sweet as Coca-Cola. It's pretty catchy. And then, and I, then t- t- text Nathan or yep. something, and, or comment or something, mm-hmm. because it's good. Also, Nathan needs to feel like he listen to the side hustle song. It's a good one. It really it, <laughs> top the top five or whatever uh, they show on Spotify. Most I, listened that's to. That's not in his top five. Sweet oh. Coca Cola is though. Okay. Steady about his um, wife. That's a really cute song. Peabody. Somebody Peabody. help Nathan out. And just like he's a Christian rapper, and the lyrics are all safe for kids. And Nothing racier. No, no, none of that. Yeah. He doesn't swear, and so I'm just saying it sounds weird, but like just just give him a try. Give him a try. Give him a try. All right. Can um, I tilt the mic down for one second? Yeah. Okay. Mike, Mike Sorry, guys. We got to do it. Does that sound better? I think that's better. Okay, wonderful. Wow. Okay, high tech here. Big change. Big feelings. All right, big feelings. Um, This comes with uh, two days' worth of driving to... Um, the greater Grand Rapids area in the past two days. Um, and I have some feelings, big feelings about road rage. Not you have not road my rage? own road rage, but just like other drivers' road rage. So, for example, today. Other drivers' I, road rage. I'm driving, and I r- drive with cruise control. And for those of you that don't know in the state of Michigan, the law is that you drive on the right lane unless you're passing. I was passing while on con- cruise control, and I saw a car coming up behind me, and so to be a kind driver to that driver, I increased my speed to then pass the next person. And while I'm about to get over, a guy speeds around me and then passes me on the right and then go- cuts me off in front of me and then zooms away. And I honked at him because I was angry. Was that today? It was today. You didn't quite notice that I was honking at him. You get mad when you I do that. You honked at somebody? Oh, yeah. It I was, was a mad. T- was it a touch? I just look gentle at, honk. Yeah, I guess I don't know how you do it. It was more, honk. yeah. I I would have slammed it, but then you would have noticed me, and then you would have said, "Wow, that you mine was been out of it." Yeah, and anyway, well, you what you did notice was him cutting us off. I did notice that, and so I just uh, I, I don't get, and then he was literally like caught up by the next person in front of him, and because everybody rides in the left lane too, which is illegal. But besides the point, I'm just tired of on holidays time periods people driving like maniacs because like maniacs. we're all trying to get somewhere and like let's just drive kindly and can I just ask people to just drive in the right lane and when you need to pass then quickly pass and get back over but don't drive in the left lane it makes the ro- it makes the trip even longer more pleasant for everybody yeah like let's uh, let's let's be nice to people and then if you're people cutting people off out there I'm going to honk at you oh my goodness cuz um I feel Called. You have really I feel big called to, to teach you how to drive when I it's know you really don't care what I have to say. It's really going to be effective teaching right there. <laughs> so that, that's my big feelings. What's your big feelings? Okay. Communication via it could be a text. It could be like any 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 kind of message. You want to call that asynchronous communication? No, because that's not what I call it. But that's a what text, it is. a message, a, a DM, an email, any of those things. I know we all send messages, and we all think about what we send, and it just rubs me the wrong way when I send a message to somebody, and 
They do not respond. Like even an acknowledgement, like, yep, got your message, can get back to you later, or a heart, or something. Because when it's like, what's it called, crickets? For for days and days, you're like, well, do I message them again? Maybe they read it and forgot to, like, I, it's just, it just, it becomes, what do I do with this? And it feels like I'm not having, I just feel like the communication I appreciate communication, and when I get no response, it rubs me the wrong way. Do you think it's, like, a deeper thing for you? Like, um, when people communicate back to you, it's like you're known and seen? Well, okay, that is deep. But, like, do you think that's possible why it's, like, such a big thing, feeling thing for me? For you? <laughs> I, I know mine is because, like, I'm a perfectionist, and when people aren't, that makes me really angry. So I know that, like, that's that, my big feeling is, like, comes from that deeper feeling. And mm. I was just wondering if it was similar for you for... for Kind of Maybe. I mean, it's just like acknowledgement that, that someone said something to you. Maybe it is. I don't know. Hmm. I just appreciate it because I put thought into whatever I said. And I feel like that should matter. You know? You matter. I, mean. I matter. I don't know. Those are my big feelings. <laughs> just respond back to your people, guys. It'll just... What's an appropriate time uh. frame? What's an appropriate time frame for response? Like... I don't know, but this is the worst. If you have read receipts on or, like, on Facebook Messenger or, you know, how you can see if the person read it or on Instagram or, I don't know, there's all those other ones. And you know that they've read it and they still don't respond, that's even worse. But what if they read it and then they forgot and it doesn't show as read? There's grace for that a little, yes. (laughs) I mean, there is. There is. I just, I don't know. I wish you could make things unread. You, you know, can. like you, After not you a text it, message. You, you can. Nope, you can't. I make text False. messages unread all the time. No, you cannot. Swipe left. No, 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 no. Are you joking me? I'm not. Where is a phone? We don't have any phones available. I have a phone. I don't believe that's yeah. true. Yeah. No way. That's not even possible. Right. We're uh, testing. Okay, so this is one from. Okay, just click it. And it's false. You tell me this all the time. Right there. What is that? Swipe right. Are you kidding me? You didn't even know that was there. <laughs> I You're knew a that, liar. I knew that one of the ways you could make but it But you never use it. I use it in Teams. Okay, well, that's a work theme, but, but never... But it applies to the oh main Oh, my OS. word. Stinking. That's a game changer, isn't you it? You didn't even know it was there, so you just got lucky. <laughs> because lucky. I knew that you could Okay, if it. you swipe right on an iPhone message, you can make it unread. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Well, maybe that will help my big feelings. Maybe. I'm just saying, don't. Don't don't go more don't than like twenty four to forty eight hours without responding to Emily. <laughs> Joking, it's fine, guys. It's really fine. It's okay, a big feeling. it's a big feeling. <laughs> big feeling. Just because I feel them doesn't mean they're right, right? Yeah. Okay, big feelings, babe. All right, top five. Hit it. Hit us with your music. Top five. I don't like that one. Okay. Do the original. top five. Do it again. Top five. Good. Okay, we're doing top five Thanksgiving dishes because Thanksgiving was we a just had days Thanksgiving. Ago. And it's on, I like food. You know what was funny? My mom said, she was like, Dad said he could eat Thanksgiving food every single day. No. Nope. What? I don't know if That's I That's not my feeling. I mean, I'm glad he can. I'm glad he can. Not there, me. There are parts of Thanksgiving dishes that I like, but I only like them once a year. Yeah. I don't, it's very like home style I mean, my I gra- like hearty food. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, like with all the sides and the, anyways, top it, five. Yeah. So, um... You're gonna go. I'm gonna go first? Well, I can go, because I have made a list. Yeah, I don't make lists. Okay, I like lists. My first one is pie. Like, what kind of pie? I love apple pie. And my Grandma Bowman's butterscotch. My Grandma Bowman was the queen of pies. We didn't have one of her pies this Thanksgiving, but they were delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, I do enjoy the turkey. I do. It's good. I can... It's good. I enjoy it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, homemade rolls. Don't laugh at my <laughs> I'm processing <laughs> as I'm going through my list. Homemade rolls, um, sweet potato casserole, and a salad for balance. I know I missed out mashed potatoes. What's another one? I do like the gravy. I don't like mashed potatoes, but this is not, it's not about that. <laughs> You're just looking at me. Oh, no, I'm just laughing at, at just your... I don't like mashed potatoes. They're, they're I think it's a texture. I don't, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um... Those are my top five. Pies, turkey, homemade rolls, sweet potatoes, salad. Go. Do you ever have, like, 
that thing where like you can see just out of like the corner of your eye something on like your like a giant eye no like 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 an eye goober or something oh and like you look and you're like oh i gotta wipe it away that's what just happened. That just to me. what happened. Did you yeah, get it? I got it. I think. Okay, good. It was blocking my line of vision, and it's like in my periphery. You feel blind for a second? Did you no, it's just calculus? like it's just like distracting. <laughs> <laughs> I loved finding the saddle point on a three D oh graph. Mr. Toby and what's no, his he, name? Mr. Lawrence. I had PDM with Toby. He was so was great. Pretty dumb. Okay. Yeah, pretty dumb math is what PDM stands oh, for. Oh goodness, that was difficult for me. <laughs> Come on. Okay, your turn. Top five. All right. So my number one Thanksgiving dish. Hands down, I only want it one day a year, green bean casserole. Gross. It is so good. And, it's squishy and, and... Okay, I'll leave my comments. Yeah, this is... I didn't comment on yours. Sorry, other than sorry, laughing. sorry. So, um, Lauren did an amazing job with it this year. She made it, like, healthy. Okay. And used, like, a mushroom base. Oh, right. She didn't use cream and mushroom business. No, it was... It was good. Good. So, um... Make that next Text year, Text Lauren. Lauren Edgar for that uh, recipe. recipe if you want it. Um, and if you left some on my doorstop, just like a teensy bit. Gross. I wouldn't be upset. Okay. Um, so that's number one for me. Uh, number two, mashed potatoes and gravy. And and that's because those are two things that Emily never makes. Uh-huh. And not that you make every meal. I could, I could make it if you I wanted. You could make them. But the thing is, is no one else would eat them. Truth. And so... Um, It'd be a Nathan-only meal. Yeah, so that's I'll, why it's yeah. special for me to I'll have I'll eat it. mashed potatoes like on a shepherd's pie, you know? I don't like shepherd's pie. Okay, move uh, on. So that's, num- that's number two and three. Gravy's a huge... Gravy, it's like, it's mashed known. potatoes. Okay, yeah. now we're at four. Um, Turkey. Turkey. And ham. I like both. Are they together? Yeah, I'm putting them together. Turkey and ham. I so, do like ham. We had ham this year. But so what I like about, like, the ham we had this year was totally fine and great. I, um, there's, like, a type of ham, though, where it's got, like, that, um, the honey ham crusting like, to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, like, the crystallized ham. goodness. Oh, yeah, that, oh, oh, yeah, I like that a lot. It's really good. Okay. Um, which we didn't have it this year, and that was okay. I don't know who made the ham or brought it. Yeah. Who it cares? was still really it was good. good. Yeah, I just, like, that's the type of ham that I'm, like, game for. And then the fourth thing. The fifth one. The fifth thing. Yes. Yep. Is... I'm trying to think. It's not like a specific dessert, but I like being able to like partake in some yummy libations. <laughs> um, Can we not use that word? <laughs> some so, beer. Some beer. And this year I was disappointed because I was I banned sick. you from drinking beer. And, and because um, this is a moment of weakness, you were right. When on Monday I oh, went and had a beer when word. I was sick, that it probably Please. set me back, and so I'm just saying that to Thank you now. You right I'm, now, I'm, I'm in front of our whole audience saying you were right. Don't um, drink beer I don't when re- you're sick. I don't regret my decision because it was a special occasion being at Founders with Seth. Oh man! But um, don't it, do it. It did set me back. So because so out I of re- banned him out from of, beer no, on Thursday. Out of respect for you, I on my own decided to not have beer, and it was offered to me multiple times. Wow. Yep. Um, so. So you enjoy beer on Thanksgiving? I do. I enjoy like sitting around, and um, your uncle Todd will actually like some years bring a good variety, bring like a, a fun like thing that we get to try, and so I like that. It seems like a weird thing to say for Thanksgiving, but um, I enjoy having one or two drinks with people, not by myself. I I really enjoy like drinking yeah, new like things with a, people. It's yeah, like it's a it's a social thing. Yes, social. Um. Nice. So that was my that was my list. Nice list. And I made it on the fly. I don't like on the fly. Well, sometimes. Depends. I like lists. Okay. We're good. Yeah. Let's do our topic. Okay. So we're going to talk today about identity. Yes. Um, So first, what the heck is identity? Why do you always ask me? I don't know. Um, I'll start with... What is identity? So identity is, in the words of Derek Zoolander, (laughs) who am I? Um, if you haven't seen Zoolander, uh, you need to see it. There's a great scene, and he's just like saying, "Who am I?" Um, His mouth all. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, tell no. me. Tell me what you think. What I. What it go. So identity is literally that. It's it's who you are. Yes. Um. And so we get our identity from lots of places. Right. Or we. Yeah. Or we can. We can, or we choose to find it in yep. lots of places. Yep. Um. And so I think. What our goal for today, I'm going to begin with the end. A goal. Yeah. Is to help you see 
why there is importance in getting your identity from the one who created you. Because he actually knows who you are. Who you are and who you were made, made you to that be. Way. Um and so that is um that is our end goal is for you to to know that you are who he says you are. Yes. And so um we might get into a little bit of hearing God in our time well, today. In fun. So um when was the first time that we talked we, we talked about identity? We were introduced to this. Um uh I have to think by kids, it's helpful for me. Ruby, she was a baby. Okay. We were in it wasn't a small it was not a small group, it was like a class. What was that? At for, a church. It was a freedom class. Um Which are awesome. Which classes. are awesome. So Ruby was a baby. That was eight years ago. Wow. Which is crazy. But um a part of that class we talked about identity. And one of the things we did at the end of the class was we did this thing called original design prayer. And that is when, like, each person that was in the class got to have... Three or four people. Pray over them. So we, we didn't like, know anything about Right. Him. So we, like, went into this room with, like, little huddles of people. We each sat down at a... There was, like, three three people. You would sit down and... It wasn't creepy. It wasn't creepy there or were weird. candles. No, come on. No, just, I just want to say, like, it was, like, a very normal we were just experience. Praying, like, and we were praying. Normal, normal people. Um... And they were just listening to the Holy Spirit for what he says about each, you know, that person. Yep. And so um, that was, I, I remember being a little nervous at first because I'd never done anything like Didn't that before. Didn't know what to expect, yeah. Didn't know what to expect. And I feel like everyone the first time is like, I hope someone says something. Yeah, because they, they pray and then there's they just like listen. silence. Yeah. Which is awesome. Because, and, well, yeah, well, we need to pause. How can we hear God? Let's talk about it. We can... So there's like four or five ways, right? Yes. We can hear him audibly. Audibly. You and I talking is audibly, yep. right? We can just know things. Yep. So we can hear things through his word. Yep. We can, we can see pictures in our head. Pictures in our head. We can have dreams. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's more than five. There's wow. tons of ways. There's tons of ways. Other ways you can also is um, maybe you're listening to a song... And, like, you feel a prompting from the Spirit through yep. that song. Like, uh-huh. so I think, like, mundane activities you can hear God through where you're just like, whoa, like, something just comes to your mind. It kind of fits in with the just know. Yeah, so so they were doing these things yeah. while we were sitting and waiting. And basically we came out of this prayer time, like, I, I think someone was recording it or something. All these things that God said about us, mm-hmm. which was crazy and super cool. Do you remember any of the things? Um, I do remember complaining about like doing the dishes because they. I feel like they asked us questions or something. I think sometimes they would ask questions to try to help to a little bit confirm the thing they were hearing. Yeah, and then I remember I know one of the girls, and she said, "God just like finds so much joy like even when you're doing your dishes." Hmm. Yeah, which is kind of funny, but. Not funny, but that's what I remember. I don't remember anything else from that, like, specific one. But I guess, like, I was in a small group and we did this at well as well. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, the first time that we really were a part of... <laughs> Emily's hand speaking right now. I'm hand talking. Her hand is, like, almost caressing my face. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, about identity and... Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. One thing um, that I remembered is I actually read my original design, like the notes that were written down, and someone had mentioned um, me standing up like over a crowd of people and speaking into a microphone. Whoa, baby, here's our mic. And so, um, which is funny that we're doing this podcast, which you was something that you really wanted to do, but I think for us, both of us, right, like it's been a really awesome experience um, and a platform for us to speak to people. Sure. Um, and I don't even know who you are who's listening out there, but... Um, you listening right now is part of what God has put on Emily and I as part of our identities to um, to make an impact in your life. So we're thankful that you're even willing to listen to the silly words that come out of our mouths. Yeah. Um, and we know that God has you here for a reason, which we don't know what it is, but it's going to be great it's good. stuff. It's going to be good. We yeah. know that. Um, so I think that was like our first exposure 
which was eight years ago. Um, and I don't know where we want to go from there, babe. Um, sorry, I'm, my throat is like still in a rough Still itchy, place. itchy. Um, drinking water. Um, I think where we want to go next is like our um, next encounter really was through um, these weekly gatherings we would go to called Rebel Town. Oh, yeah. It was like a worship night. Yeah. And in those, someone's house. Those were awesome, and people would randomly come up to you and pray over you. We started to enter into a space with, like, the Holy Spirit after, like, this original design where yeah. we were just like, okay, it turns out that there's one-third of the Trinity that we knew nothing about. Yeah, no, um, we And often they refer to the Holy Spirit as the forgotten God, right? Uh-huh. And so we started to... To roll with some crowds. <laughs> in who, a good way. In a good way, who um, started to expose us to aspects of the Holy Spirit that, that we just didn't know about. And um, it was, like, pretty life-changing for us. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like, you know the emoji where you're the, what's it called, mind blown? That, yeah. like, it was that, that happened. Yeah, and I, and I think I love that about God is because he was so patient with us for 20-some years of our limited understanding of him. Mm -hmm. And then one day he's like, all right, I think you're ready to learn more about me. Mm -hmm. And so, and then we were just like, yeah. Yeah, we are. I, I, yeah, I, I want some more of that. We want some more. I want that. Yeah. And I think like, that's cool. The desire to want more. Um, because that, like that, you know, like that's what God wants. He wants you to have a desire for him. And I think, that was kind of like a spark that lit, like, in our relationship with him and in our life um, of uh, that hadn't been there in a while. Mm -hmm. And so that was cool. Yeah, and I think I want to take a quick pause, which is that in the search for who you are, um, I think sometimes it can be very self-focused. And that's why I want to, like, come back to the point of, like, you need to go to God for who you are. And so I think sometimes when we're searching and asking God for who we are and we're trying to listen to him, all we really want is for him to, like, put a banner across the sky that says, this is who you are, in, like, golden letters. And it, or, it like, like, something extreme. Down. Yeah. And, and um, that's not how, me personally, I've ever experienced God Talking talk. to us, yeah. Um, I think the the most shared experience among people of how God talks is similar to what Elijah experienced where he was like hiding in a cave and he's wanting God to talk to him and there's like a hurricane that rushes through and there's a like all these loud noises and then suddenly like there's like the silence and it's in that silence where God comes and speaks and I think um that was one thing that I really found in my identity journey and I continue to continue to find as he further refines and tells me who I am is that I don't hear anything in the loud noises. Yeah. Yeah. Our, we are, our life is too loud mm -hmm. and he's there. He's speaking, he's doing all the things we're just, and we're like, no, he's not here. I'm alone. And I don't know who I am and blah, you know, but he's there. But he's there. We just can't hear him or we're distracted or we're not listening. We're not listening. We don't know how to listen. We also didn't know how to listen. Yes. We And so we, like, at church, we were talking about hearing God. We were doing small groups. We were doing worship nights. Like, all these things about hearing God because for 20-whatever years, we did not know how to listen. We, did, we didn't know how to hear him. We were really good talkers. We were really good talkers. <laughs> yeah, we were. We still are. We, we got a, yeah. I mean, we got a microphone. Come on. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so then, ooh, sorry. So then... All these people that were a part of this, these worship nights called Rebel Town were going to this retreat. Called Revel. Revel, with a V, in Colorado. And so Nathan went. I was like, I, we I, need to go. I got to get some we of that. Go. Yeah. So Nathan went. There's like a men's retreat, there's a women's retreat, and there's a co-ed retreat. So you were the first one that went with a bunch of guys that like, like Seth and my brother and my dad and who else? Um, those are, um, I think actually John. Shark? No, no, no. No, Shark wasn't there that time. John and um, his son were there too. Oh, Dan. Yep. So it was. People that you knew. Yep. A lot, there, like there a lot of people from the area. Yep. It was a really, really awesome experience. And. What's the purpose of this retreat? The purpose of this retreat is to honestly, like, 
bring you closer to God. That's that's really the biggest goal. Yes. And um and so while I was there, um I think God revealed to me like a huge part of my identity. And um a lot of my identity revolves around one word. Um I'm big into one word identity like basis. I don't know why. It just even makes for my simple. kids, it just makes things simple and um it, I'm very logical and so I can relate to a singular word. When it gets too lengthy, I just get lost. I get lost. So the word for me is pastor. Um and and actually um I didn't initially hear that and I think a lot of that is because I was very not open to that word. Um, just because of woundings I'd experienced over the years from the church. And I thought that that word only could be used within the Being church. Being a pastor in yeah. a church. Yeah. So, um, but my brother-in-law, Seth, you get another mention, man. This is three weeks in a row. He's going to be famous and you just yes. wait. Yep. That should be a t-shirt. I'm going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyways, um, he, he saw something of that word being like tattooed, not even tattooed, like scraped into my skin, carved across my body. Um, and so that was pretty like huge for me. And I wrestled with that. And, um, so here's your first lesson in identity. When you hear, um, something about your identity, the natural human response is to try to take, take that literally. to take that into your own hands <laughs> about what that looks like, and oh, so I spent man. I spent a few years doing that, um, failing immensely, thinking that you should like be a pastor, a yeah, and, all oh, these things, man, and so it was um, a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster, and I learned a ton um, through that time. I don't I I don't regret the path that I took. I think it was no. Very, I mean, you very learned important. and you learned and and I learned, learned yeah, yeah, and so. Um, the result of that, though, is that I've really come to a deeper understanding of that. For me personally, um, how God has made me is to shepherd and pastor people around me. And so um, in my workplace, at my home, like, that's a huge part of who I am, what I do naturally. When I'm, like, in my element, Holy Spirit, like, shining through me, like, that's what I'm doing. And I don't, <laughs> and it happens in spite of me a lot mostly when that happens like it's totally the holy spirit working um and that's a i think that's always a good sign that like you're operating in your identity and in, in who you are when you're just like someone will come to you and be like wow this thing you did like changed my life and i'm like i had no clue that i did that and i'm so <laughs> glad you. that it did thank yeah. you um and you know that like that was the holy spirit working through you but as you as god made you to be um mm-hmm. which i think is because really there's no striving like when you're I, I don't know where to... It might have been Revel when I went. Like, when you're doing what God's made you to do, you come alive. Yep. And so there's no, like, striving, like, okay, i got to work really hard to do da-da-da-da. It's like, nope, it just... It's coming out of you naturally, and there's 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 no effort for you're, it. You're not even thinking about it. No. Which is sometimes good, because thinking can be bad. Thinking can be bad sometimes. Feelings are hard. And thinking's bad. No, feelings make, make you tired. Make a list, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Revel. So I went to Revel a couple years later. Yep. I think. It was when. I don't even know. It was when you were pregnant. It was when I was pregnant with twins, but you guys, what is it? The the clincher? The clincher? The crazy part of the experience. Is it the clincher? I guess. I don't know. The crazy thing was, I didn't know they were twins. (laughs) So I went in January on a women's retreat, and I actually didn't know anybody. It was kind of like a last minute thing. Hey, there's a spot for you. Do you want to go? And I guess I did, I, there were a couple people from our area, but I didn't know them super well. Um, and I was pregnant, I was 20 weeks pregnant, hadn't had my ultrasound yet, and I went. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to, like, have some amazing moment or experience because I had heard about, like, what Nathan and all these guys experienced, and I was like, oh my goodness, like this is going to rock my world and my life. Like what I'm ready for it. And, um, and I should have gone with no expectations. No, I'm, I'm shaking my head because I finished your story. Okay. And I think it'll make sense. So I think I, and I kind of like knew what happened just briefly of like what Nathan told me, how the retreat goes. And so I was like, okay, whatever I can do this. Um, 
And I just kind of felt a little out of my element. I felt alone because I didn't and know any anybody. Yeah. And I kind of was, it was just physically rough because we were in Colorado, high up in the mount- mountains, and the elevation messes you up. And then I was pretty pregnant. With twins. With twins that I didn't know about. Yeah. So all these things. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah. Um, and so I would say the retreat was good, but like by the end of it, I was kind of like, is this it? Um, like there's gotta be, and like all these other women were having amazing things and things spoken over them. And I was just like, I don't, I'm not feeling this. Like nothing amazing has happened to me. You know, like I kind of am bummed out and I feel like I want to cry, but a little bit, cause it just was like, you kind of get let down. Like you want something cool to happen and God to speak to you in a great way. And so anyways, at the end, we all read our identity statements, which that's like a big part of the retreat is there's a lot of time, like you learn about identity and you do all these different things. And, um, so we all, we were all in like a big living room and you got to stand up and read your identity statement. So we all did and people are crying and being emotional. And then, and I think I had shared, I, I must've, I shared with somebody a girl that was from our area, like, I just feel kind of meh about this retreat. I don't know. I kind of, like, want a little bit more. So then it end like, we were closing out, and a guy that I didn't know, because there were, like, people. Guy workers. Yeah, like, serving all oh, of us, yeah. um, making the retreat happen. Like, was like, hey, Julie told me that you were feeling this way, and so she just was just like, can you pray for Emily about this? And, um, and just see what, like, God has for her. And then it turned into, like, holy cow moment of, like, I I have it written down somewhere, which I can't pull up at the moment. But it was just, like, an amazing, like, he was speaking to me as if it was, like, God talking to me. And it was, like, exactly what I needed to hear. And then he, like, anointed me with oil and all these things. And it was, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, now that I'm thinking back on it, it's just, like, you know, you feel disappointed and God's like, no, just keep waiting. Like, I like it's not over yet, right? Like, mm-hmm. the good is still coming. And I was just like, and, and like, I'm thinking, like, so then I get home and I find out we're having twins, like, a couple of days later. And, like, who knew? Obviously, I didn't. God did that, like, a crazy thing was going to happen in our life that we were not expecting And even more, like, just our year was crazy. And, like, I needed that, Mm -hmm. like, moment of, like, Emily, I see you, and I know you, and you matter. Mm -hmm. And, like, that came from all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's so powerful about that is you went into it having high expectations for God, and then you felt like he let you down, and he didn't. Um, and, And he showed up, and... There's a passage where it talks about, like, the the widow who keeps bugging the judge, and then eventually the judge relents and does what the widow asks. And, like, that's how we have to be with God, is, like, keep asking him. And you kept asking. You're like, God, I want to know who I am. I want to hear from you. I want your words. And and he did. And not in a bad way. Like, he delighted in doing that. And and it was it was a game changer for you. And And it took, like, and it was like a, like a slow burn that built into a fire for you where you were just like, like you, like... Yeah, it was a slow burn. Yeah, and and that's good, though, because, like, you can, like... Like years of burning. Yeah, yeah. Because it was kind of like, okay, you had twins, all hands on deck, can't, like, do life nor like you used to, mm-hmm. and... But, like, I still see you, and I know you, and you matter, yeah. even when things are hard. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a great, it turned out great, right? It turned out to be exactly what I needed, Mm -hmm. even though I didn't know it. And, um, I think having those like papers and notes of like things of, you know, that have been spoken over you matter. They matter in the moment that they, they matter even like, however, four years later, Mm -hmm. almost five years later, like, because they're still true, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, circumstances might change, 
or whatever. Like we need to be reminded. It's like, I don't know. We've been like, when you think about like, Oh, I haven't heard. Like, I feel like God's not here. I feel like I'm alone. And you kind of can translate that to like, if you're married or in a relationship, like, I don't really feel loved right now. Or I don't really this, you have to like, go back to like the moment where you like, Oh my goodness. Like that was the best date of our life. Or like, you know, the best, the best of the best in your marriage or your, your relationship, you have to do that with God too. And so like, I think like in this moment, like, okay, we just like went back to those, like a best, like an amazing moment. And like, that's still true now. Mm-hmm. And we need to like, remember, cause that makes us like fall in love with God even more. And again and again, again and again, and like desire and want him because that's what he wants. He wants us to want him mm-hmm. and it makes us want him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. That's really good. And I think one thing to talk about, so we've been talking about this retreat revel, which yeah. was really awesome. And unfortunately in the past year, um, they shut down. It's not a retreat anymore. Yeah. They don't exist as an organization. And it was, um, and that just changing of seasons, honestly. And, and I think that was really hard, but I really like what you said, which is the words that were spoken over us during that time at revel, um, aren't, aren't limited or boxed into revel. So when the retreat ended. stopped and ended, it doesn't mean that those words were invalidated or no longer true. Like, like void. They were, you're correct. They weren't, they're not void. They are God's words and they are always true. Right. What was spoken over you and what was said over you and was said over all the people who have gone through those retreats, they're still true and they matter. And like, they're a hundred percent true. And if you're questioning that, cause we have, maybe friends who have gone through it and maybe they are questioning, like, I need you to hear that. Like they are true. And like what God said to you stands today, just like the words he spoke to Abraham thousands of years ago are still true. And because of those words, we're here today saved by grace through the son, Jesus. And like all of those words are true, even though they happened forever ago. And even though things end and even though things don't seem possible or like they're happening anymore, those words from God are true and never change and they are static and they're, and they're for you. Right. And, and so, um, they're not invalidated by the works of man and they can't be right. Cause they're God's words. Right. Um, sorry, I'll step off that soapbox. No, you don't need to. <laughs> That's good. Um, and so I think like this identity stuff that we have learned it's so good for us, but another area that like is it's vital and necessary for is like in the lives of our kids. Right. Well, be- I mean, just in any person, but like in our kids, in your family, and in so your family, yeah. and I think that can be a very touchy subject because there are lots of schools of thought about identity with children, which is that if you tell your kids the identity you believe that you have for them, that you're going to screw up their development and prevent them from becoming who they're supposed to be. Sure, and I'm, like it and gives I, them no choice and they have to be this, this and yeah. that. And yeah. I'm here to tell you that that's, that's false. Um, as parents and as coaches, um, let's just use sports as an analogy. If your coach on the sports team never told you, hey, you're good at this, I see this in you, and I want you to go forward doing this, you would never grow as a player on the sports team. Right. Um, so how can we expect that to be any different in the household? If you don't see in your kids their gifts and their God-given abilities and, and you tell them and tell them that you see those things. Yeah. That's, that's bad. Well, it's honestly. like you're, you're missing out on like the fruit. Like it's, it's, you it's know, what, it's your coaching responsibility. Yeah. And so like we need to do that. And so in our kids' lives, like, um, we, we keep track of the things that we see about them. Um, and there are truths we share with them. Like I see this in you, you, you have this ability and this is given from God to you. And, and this is part of who you are. It's what makes you special because you are special. And, and you bring that to our team. And also you're going to bring that to God's kingdom because we had six kids who are going to expand God's kingdom, just right. like we're expanding God's kingdom through them too. Mm-hmm. And so like it is an important part of identity that it's not just for you. It's for the people around you. Like um, sometimes the study of self can um, lead to pride. And that's what I want to be careful with today with identity is that when you're trying to find out who you are, um, it can be very easy to go down the, the, the track of like, 
of selfishness and pride of like, well, it's all about me. The point of understanding who you are is not for you. It's mm-hmm. for your relationship with God. Because as you find out more about how God made you to be, the only way you can do that is by going to God, which is great because he's the best place to go to for anything anyways. And the result of that is that out of that relationship growing is that you'll have an overflow and abundance to then be able to pour into other people's lives. Do what, you, what he made you to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's finding out about who God made you to be is, is for everybody else along yeah. with you. It's not, so it's not, again, it's not just all about you. It's about God. It's about other people. It's about your relationship with your spouses, your children. A spouse, just one spouse. Right, yeah. Um, but you know yeah, what I'm another saying. Another one in there. I, mean. <laughs> I, I can. I, you can't are. All, you're all the wife I need. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just want to like say that like, like we have that point in our notes because it's such a big deal that about calling out identity in your children and don't feel like you got it wrong, right? Like every word you say that calls out that comes from God, like like, re, like confirm with God if you if you're not feeling 100 percent about it. But, like, you need to say those things. You need to call them out because your children, they're waiting for you to say to them who you think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you might say the wrong thing, and that's okay because guess what? God is there, and he's in it, and he'll make any wrong word right. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is that he puts you there in their lives because you were the best person for them. He if he wanted someone else to be their parent, he would have done that. But he gave them to you because he knew that you were who they need. Yeah, and and so I think, like, I hope we can, by saying all this, like, empower you guys encourage. to, like, or encourage you to, like, okay, let's ask, let's ask God who my kids are and who you made them to be what you made them to do. And maybe you've already done that, or maybe you can already think of some things to encourage your kids in a certain way. But, like, that is so helpful. And I can think of an example just keeps coming to me. Like, Oliver, he's our only son. Boys like to wrestle and be rough. Okay? And so sometimes he does that with the girls, and it's fun for a minute, and then it's not fun, and Mm -hmm. it's too far. And so one thing that we say over Oliver is, like, Oliver, God made you to be strong, Okay, and so because like, and you're strong, and so we're seeing that in how you're wrestling with the girls, and so that it's not a like it's not bad, but God made you strong to be a protector to protect people, and so we say this over him, so he knows that like okay, Penelope's crying because this went too far, and we're not like in a you know we can deal with that separately, but like but Oliver, it's it's not bad, like God made you strong mm-hmm. for this reason, mm-hmm. and so. And so if we, like, it's just repetition. It's just like anything. The more and more you hear things, the more and more you, you, I don't know if you, a a good word is like agree with them, but like, you're like, okay, yeah, God made me strong. And just because like, I I can use my strength in so many ways. How Mm -hmm. can I use them? Use it. And so like one fun example is he was at a, uh, a play place launch with, um, some kids, some family members and kids. And one of the other kids had like snuck away and was walking into the mall and no one had noticed. Oh yeah. They like escaped launch. It's like a, it's like a jumping place place. Yeah. They escaped the place and we're going into the mall part. Okay. And so Oliver noticed and he went and he grabbed that kid and brought them back. Um, and this is like a little five-year-old boy or maybe he was four. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and because his identity is partially based in protecting others, he did it just because the Holy Spirit was like, go do this. Yeah. He didn't even think about it, right? And so, remember, the, the same Holy Spirit that's in us is as in adults is also in the four-year-old. Yeah. And, and so, like, I love that, like, story because it was just, like, a, such a great example of, like, like that is who he, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is a protector. Like, when we're in play, other places, all of us, and we're walking or whatever, and he's like, come on to it. Like, he's a very, like, he's kind of like a herder. Like, mm-hmm. nope, stay over here. Come on, come on. Like, guiding, especially the twins and Dorothy, because they're younger than him, and mm-hmm. um, they listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does that yep. a lot. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. So I just think it's, or what? Well, And we have different things for each of the kids. We're not going to share them with you today, but, like, like look, th- like, just look for those look things. for those things with your eyes. Like, God's giving you his eyes to see yeah, those to things. Yeah, to see that. And if you ask him, he'll he'll give you his eyes for that even more so. 
He yep. he delights in that. Yep. Um, yeah, and honestly, we covered all the like the main points with identity. We could go on to this topic for hours. I don't for think a long my, time. my voice could handle that. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of this just to say that, like God speaking, and mm. and if we. He is speaking. So how can we hear his voice? And what is he saying over you? And how can you use what he said over you in your life? Um, I think another good, uh, another good thing is like ask somebody like your spouse or someone, your best friend or a sibling or a parent, like what is, what do you like? What do you see? In me? What do you see in me? Cause other people are watching you or they know you. And sometimes it's hard to be like, okay, God, what do you say over me? And I always get in like a little moment of like, I am, uh, he says nothing and I can hear nothing and it's silent, you know? <laughs> and so ask other people because, because like they're in your life for a reason and, and, and they know you and God can speak through, through them, other people yeah. too. They're like, they can pop dreams into like, my sister's an amazing dreamer and she has dreams all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, there's people in your life that like, you're not what I'm saying is you're not meant to like go on this journey alone of like, who am I? Who am I? And, you know, and to figure it out. Yeah. And, and just cause like God says one thing doesn't mean that's the only thing he says about you. Like he's got a lot to say. He's got you. a lot to say about you. And it, it just might not be like a fire hose. It might be a drip. And sometimes you might hear from someone or you yourself might hear something that you don't agree with, or you're like that crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and that's okay. Test it. Yeah, you you don't have to believe or agree with everything, right? Yep. yep. And 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 test it and mull over it and like don't just like run with every word you hear. Right. Um that's an important point too. And yeah. and and get it wrong and get it right, but whatever it is seek after God. Like that's the big point. And that in the end, God will make it all work out. Um because like the end goal is like he—he's the—he's the prize. God's the prize. That's what yeah. we're working towards. And so, um, identity is about seeking after God, to know more and more about Him, and as you learn more and more about Him, He'll tell you more things about you right. because He loves to talk to you about you, and He loves for you to talk to Him about Him. Yeah. And that's how relationships work. Um, he's a relational God. He's the only one like that. All the other ones aren't. Yeah. That way. And I think a lot of things that we've been doing, like, in the past couple of years is, bec- is like, the overflow of what God has said over us. And... I'm loving these Dennis Moore Is phrases. that him? Yeah, he would talk about how, like, God will... As you seek after God and your relationship grows, you work out of the overflow of oh. the relationship between yeah, yeah. the two. Yeah. I didn't know that was him. We just say it all the time. Yeah. Thanks, Dennis. Um, so, like... Like having a podcast or like even me talking on in Instagram, which I never in my ever life thought I would ever do that or like send emails or just like say things that like I think about or have done or systems or whatever. Like I didn't really believe that my voice really mattered or like that people cared what I had to say for a long time. Hmm. And like all of these things is like, okay, I'm like, my voice matters and like, and I, what's the other thing? Like, my voice matters. I am known. And seen. Oh yeah, I'm known and seen. And like, and th- this is be me being known and seen by like people on the internet, people listening to me, people reading my email, like people in like my friends or whatever. It's just like that wasn't always Emily, or this wasn't always Emily. Yeah, and I just wanted to take a moment to say that. I am so proud of you. Um, in the last six months, I've seen you step into your identity and who you are in a way that you hadn't previously. And it is it is honestly beautiful to watch. Um, and I'm really proud of of seeing of other people seeing you the way that I've always seen you to be. Um, and it's just really cool as you live out your identity. And I'm excited to see what's next for you in that um, the work's not done and, like, you're, like, growing so much and 
I'm just like rock on, girl. Like keep it, keep it going, keep on keeping on. But I, I'm really proud of you. You're doing mm. awesome. Thanks. So I mean, it's just cool that like knowing who you are can take you to places that you wouldn't have gone otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people in our world don't know who they are. Or they're seeking who they are from the wrong places. Yeah. Or they're just deciding who they are instead of having someone tell them who they are. Oh, we have an identity crisis in we this do. world. Yeah. And so I think like beautiful things can come from knowing your true identity from him, God. from God. Yeah. And, yeah. And he wants to tell you. And so if if there's like any takeaway from this and if this like makes you be like man i want that which if you if you don't have that like i want you to be saying i want that yeah um like reach out to us we're happy to like give you resources to help out in any way because this is like this is like one of the most important things um when we've talked about our marriage when we've talked about the changes that have happened in our life in the past 8 to 10 years it it really stemmed from from this. this yeah and we were kind of like concerned about talking about it today because it's such a deep and heavy topic but the reality is um it was time it needed to be talked about <laughs> it was time <laughs> and it's uh, yeah yeah so that that was good this is really good i feel good i feel uh, yeah well guys thank you for being here thank you for making us a part of your week we appreciate you so much and I don't know. I just, I guess I don't really have words because this is just crazy that we're doing this still and a lot of fun. And, a lot of fun. Yeah. and um, it just feels like, I think this is so healthy, like even just for Nathan and I to like talk because like we don't have these, this is not our normal conversations. Some of it is, but like we have really deep conversations, have really, deep um, conversations. really like uh, philosophic. Or... Oh my goodness. <laughs> and and so we just appreciate that you're here with us, listening to us. And I just hope that, like, you just take some gold nuggets and you run with them um, because, like, we're all here to learn and grow, and we're just, like, a part of that. Yep. We're not there yet. We still have lots of years of learning ahead of us, and we're just excited to share what we have learned. Um, and our way is not the best way. It's just a way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, take the nuggets. Uh Talk to other people. Don't just take our word for it. Um, But we are so thankful for you. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Yep. We'll see you then. Love you guys. Bye.